0: a fun flower, and he loved
1: it, but then he put it in a filing cabinet, and that's how I felt like the best parts of me went to go die at that job, and I can't imagine balancing that many things and being held accountable to so many people. That sounds crippling to me.
0: Welcome to Hustle and Gather, a podcast about inspiring the everyday entrepreneur to take the leap. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. And we are two sisters who have started multiple businesses together. And yes, it is as messy as you think
2: because we know that starting a business isn't easy. I mean, we've done it four times. And on this show, we talk about the ups and downs of the hustle and the reward at the end of the journey. And we love talking with our guests about important
0: topics that we've seen in our entrepreneurial journey. We've covered things like team building and work life balance so far.
2: And now we are talking to some incredible guests on how they have recovered after tragedy. You know, when you simply can't separate life from business. We'll be talking about how to handle those unexpected moments and how to grow and move forward through these experiences.
0: Today, we have someone we know very well, Maggie Stewart. Maggie's journey started in the winter of 2017 after accepting a full-time position on the venue side of the wedding industry. After moving from Raleigh, North Carolina to Denver, Colorado, during the height of the pandemic, Maggie founded her own business, The Ginkgo Method, to serve a community of creatives she had fallen in love with from across the country. After a few twists and turns, Maggie found herself back in Raleigh, North Carolina, and today she is Marie Kondo for Creative Small Businesses Nationwide. She focuses on auditing, refining, and implementing back-end workflows, processes, and systems to better serve the entrepreneur who uses them. She likes to consider her action-oriented approach shaken, not stirred, and believes that a well-thought-out system is one of the most impactful and timeless investments you can make in both your business and yourself. Welcome to the show.
2: Welcome, Maggie. Thank you. A few things. It feels like you wrote that bio. No, not at all. Uh-huh. And two, I love how cryptic we are. Like, Maggie, accepting an industry job in 2017, it I would was like the to just say "Mr. Bradford. Maggie <laughs> no, used to work know for us. I how forthcoming I should be. What? Like, do <laughs> you want to keep me a secret? <laughs> no, <wanna I> keep you <laughs> like? a secret. No. So she used to work for us. That's yes. how we know Maggie. And she was our employee.
0: Yeah, and it, her job, what you do now, is so fitting based yeah. on knowing you and, yeah. you know, all the fun Things we like to tease you about. I
1: think it's hilarious from my perspective. And I can only imagine how funny it is for you Mm -hmm. guys seeing me from like this 22-year-old who Mm -hmm. showed up at the Bradford Mm -hmm. one day in December wearing like stiletto heels. You're very cute. I was super cute, but also like such baby energy. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that I'd be wearing like overalls and Mm -hmm. getting in the dirt. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just seeing me from that
0: to like this now. Yeah. It's not like that anymore no. We don't, they don't have body by the Bradford at all. That's right.
1: (laughs) You know what? I was talking to Sarah about this this morning. I was
2: like, that was the best body I've ever had. (laughs) Oh yeah. So (laughs) much work. I miss it. Like setting up weddings, taking down weddings, doing lots of yard work. I Mm -hmm. low-key loved it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I did. Like it was such a good balance of like being mentally engaged and challenged, but also like that physical element. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of jobs don't have that Mm -hmm. anymore. And I think that's really important for us as human beings. Like yeah. I didn't have to join a gym because right. my job was my gym.
0: It's yeah. true. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> the Bradford was my gym. <laughs> it's so true. It was the skinniest I ever was in my entire, well, not my entire <laughs> life. In the past 20 years like, of my since life. Adult, really? Since I've been an adult. Since I've been was, um, we, we all were building the Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So my, our, my in-laws thought we were starving ourselves. Well, they we just, probably were. Well, like calorie like intake to output, yes. Yeah, we were probably. definitely on sure a calorie keep deficit. Yeah. Yeah, you just never stopped moving.
2: You just couldn't. Those like were you literally the days? couldn't. Question yeah. mark. <laughs> no, it? I I do I was telling this to somebody like how we cuz it was middle of winter and we <laughs> all lived together. And we all lived you. together. Like it was a terrible norovirus that nice. like went us all tiny out. Tiny office. Yes. Yes, we did. I didn't realize
1: you all were in one house. Well, for like, Wednesday. for, like, a couple months.
2: Yeah, like, six or eight weeks. It's yeah. a couple months too long. It is, 100%. It, it was one norovirus too long, that's yeah. for sure. But Ooh. it was so yeah. dirty and muddy out there, and, like, we would just get up and work that we would just leave our clothes, outside. like, standing outside on the porch. Like, you could just—there was so much mud caked on them in so many layers that they would just stand there, and you just hop yourself back into the pants and keep going the next day. Like, there was no reason to wash them. No reason. Like, you would just leave them outside, get undressed, and come inside. So gritty. Yeah. And you're like, like, that's where we come from. Those, we come were from. those were the days. Those are the days. Yeah. Yes. Back to the podcast. Yeah, back to the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. There was lots of bodies by the bathroom. This is going to be an issue for the next however long <laughs> it we're doing is, yeah, this. 100%. So getting Do back we to have you, a Maggie, yeah. blocked off for this. We yeah, don't. Okay. Yeah. Briefly describe your background and how you got started in the hospitality <laughs> industry.
0: I think a better question is <laughs> yeah. why, because you were in corporate before. What yeah. was it about the hospi- hospitality industry that said, I'm going to apply for this job, mm-hmm. not knowing anything about it? And then you fell in love yeah. with it. So what mm-hmm. was about it? Do the you guys
1: to it? want the long answer sure. to yeah. Yeah. my answers, or do you yeah. want the short answers? Okay. Whatever
2: you feel like sharing, Maggie. Yeah. That's what we want. To I know. have a lot to share. Okay, this story's windy, folks. I'm okay. a lot.
1: So actually, my degree is in hospitality. Hmm. So I think I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. I was obviously interested in it, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. And at Virginia Tech where I got my degree, it's a part of the business school. So I think I was coming from the mindset, it's good to have a business degree Mm -hmm. and I love people. Mm -hmm. So hospitality checks out. I was also really interested in weddings, but Mm -hmm. at the time, like every girl in the hospitality department like wanted to do weddings. And I don't know, I just— I was like what would make me different in that I'm not going to I'm not going to shoot for that I'm going to do something else hence Insight Global. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when I graduated I went to like a career fair and someone literally jumped out at me mm-hmm. and asked me if I wanted was interested in Insight Global and I was like, "Well, I'm interested in making money. Tell me <laughs> what you got." And I accepted that job which is in Raleigh and very quickly I realized it was not for me, mm-hmm. it's funny at the time. Like hindsight's twenty and twenty. Now yeah. I understand why corporate is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do corporate twice to realize mm-hmm. that, which I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. But at the time, I just knew that something was off about mm-hmm. it, and so I quit. Without a backup job, which my father warned me would be the end of me. Um, mm-hmm. to have,
2: was it? No. It was because <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even going to be the last time you did that. It then. was the first I and know. not the last. That's risky right. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. I have a thing for quitting jobs without backup That jobs. just makes sense now.
1: Yeah. I, I like the applied pressure. Mm-hmm. Something about feeling like you might be on the streets living in a cardboard yeah. box and eating scraps really motivates mm-hmm. you. It's fair. <laughs> I don't know if there's a better way to do it,
0: but maybe not.
1: But that's my way. yeah. And um, I quit. And I knew someone at Insight Global who knew someone who worked for YouTube. Mm. And I was like, hmm. Shout I mean, out
0: to Leah, right?
2: Shout out was to Leah?
1: Leah. Leah. That's a throwback. But it yes, is. it was Leah. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to her, sent her an email, was like, hey, I'm interested in this. Would love to just get coffee. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know you guys were hiring. Mm. for the Bradford Mm. I had Mm. no idea Mm. so I met her at Lucette Grace Mm. we sat down had some I think it was like curry chicken salad it was Mm. delicious nice Mm. yeah and we talked and she goes you know Courtney and Dana are hiring like these are my my bosses like (laughs) you should apply and I did Mm -hmm. and here we are
0: and what's so random is Leah worked for us for like a hot second
1: Really? Like yeah. it was
0: only like six or seven months because. I didn't
1: realize that. Yeah.
0: Like she, and she was a great planner and she yeah. was great at her job, but I think she just realized it's, it's common that like when you're planning your wedding, you're like, oh, I love doing this and it's fun. And she's like, I love doing this. She's like great. And she was super meticulous. Like she was loving our, the
1: idea of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so,
0: um, we hired her and she did a great job, but then she was like, you know what? I don't think it's for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was really just a season. Yeah. She only really liked a no season. had no idea. Yeah.
1: So see, it's like all the stars yeah. had to align. But I have said this before: if I'd listened to the people who were warning me not to quit, mm-hmm. if I'd waited one week longer, oh, I wouldn't yeah. have found you guys. No, mm-hmm. not at and all. it's so crazy to look at your life. Like, I guess we're probably going on five years. Yeah, December eighth, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, I have it in my calendar. That's six,
2: that's six years. years, by the way. Okay, six. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. six years, guys. So like, there's <laughs> no math in that business school degree. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm really good 8, at accounting. Yeah, that
0: December 8 of 2017 was the drunkest we had ever been. Too. Oh,
1: you told me about it. It's particular
2: day <laughs> because
0: we were supposed to have our company party and it got snowed no. out. And we had yes. already made this entire uh, cocktail of vodka and champagne, yeah. and so we decided we and Campari, which I cannot I drink mean, ever again. It, it was canpari. like it's horrible. It was not very. No, no it was. It not, it wasn't it. It was a poinsettia. It was vodka, champagne, and cranberry juice, and we I'm had it in sure a big in like like drink dispenser of it. Mm-hmm. And so we all it was me, you, Sam, and I think I think too at the time, was there. Yeah, we're all we drank almost that entire thing. Because we just took oh, it to
2: Dana's house. I fully believe that you and guys then we did. played Mario And then we played Kart. Mario Kart all night. <laughs> oh no and we, Dr. Mario Doctor Mario. <laughs> Mario. Sorry, it was Dr. Mario. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh my gosh guys. I think you hangover. told me that it was a terrible next in day. my interview and I was like, <laughs> these are my people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain there's Campari in it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't think there is, but that's fine
0: up you're, you're thinking of my 30th and a half birthday, that we had that, and that was also a terrible day.
1: Okay, wait, 30 and
0: a half? She threw me a 30 and a half surprise party. It's probably oh, right around 40. Oh, no, I didn't
1: even know that. You're right, I did. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Hot take: I think half birthdays are better than real birthdays.
0: Yeah, my half
2: birthday was a blast.
0: Well, I like mine because it's in October.
2: That's it's a fabulous month. I know. To I know. Just stop celebrating your birthday in general.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. We are
2: not going to get through this. We podcast. are not get through it.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: All right. So, so much you worked, so you worked with us. Cause. And what
0: the cool thing is, I think for this is that we were replacing our original person. And I remember I looked at Courtney and I was like, I'm so burnt out. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did like 30 some weddings that year. I was like hanging by a thread and I was like, I really just want, and I don't understand what we're doing at the Bradford. So like, I really yeah. just want to like get a handle on it. So like, I want to do sales. We're going to hire this event person who's going to do the events and marketing and we'll be a team. And so it was really funny because there were some things I was like, I need you to be a boss because I'm like, we're a team and I need to be a teammate right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I need for you to be a boss at the moment, talking to Courtney, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it was a, true. It was definitely a different dynamic, mm-hmm. um, but it was fun. And it was really, it was so helpful for me to understand was more it? about all of how it, the ins and outs of it. I idea. loved
1: our time together. I did too. And I had nothing to base it off of. And I yeah. didn't know all the behind the yeah. scenes of you telling
0: Courtney she needed to be a <laughs> boss,
1: <laughs> but- I just felt like we gelled so Mm -hmm. well and we had this like team mentality. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like working so closely with you and you too, Courtney, Mm -hmm. but especially Dana, because our roles were Mm -hmm. like side by side. I learned a lot about how to be an entrepreneur then. Yeah. Because I, you couldn't help it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could
2: see i could see you.
0: I would just start talking to her and she'd be like, hold on a second. She would like, bring out this notebook.
1: <laughs> to do now, to do later. <laughs> it had two sides.
0: Because mm-hmm. I would just, we would just be sitting there and be like, oh, by the way. And i just start
2: talking. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, she hold yes. on. She like, <laughs> did have this ridiculous notebook that looked like it was something out of the blues clothes. <laughs> yes. It was at Target. Okay. I'm, just I'm just saying. It like literally huge, was set up It was for so me. huge. Yeah. It
0: was. But, yeah. I saw it and I
1: was like, I have to have this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to prioritize.
0: <laughs> you got you got it all done. You did. I did yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> all did. the random ass things. I was like, I think we should do blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like a word vomit. I was like, it's kind of like your VA. It it is. I know. So I feel like your maybe I like
2: yeah. You did. <laughs> it was the inspiration mm-hmm. oh, okay? So yeah, no. Getting back to the Bradford, yes, like, <laughs> I, you did work <laughs> alongside her. I feel like it was like super good time. Like it was I was like time. a really good time for the it Bradford. Was. I felt like, like we're still so on small. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, um, and so you had gotten the job over Sarah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: remember that was like such a hard decision. Uh-huh. I can imagine. For you I guys. know. And we promised Sarah. We're like, we, we know we're going to hire mm-hmm. in six months. Like we know it. And like, just wait for us. And she did. And mm-hmm. then you guys became this amazing team, the blonde hair, yeah. blue eyed, like mm-hmm. everyone loved <laughs> Maggie <laughs> and Sarah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was just like everyone loved you guys. But, yeah. And it was like the start of really building that team.
1: Yeah. yeah, It was amazing. Yeah, well, I loved it. And I loved Sarah.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you left us.
1: Then you and left. And then
0: I yeah. left. Yeah. Then the pandemic happened. And man,
2: when we felt like— That's when the tragedy started, yes. <laughs> actually. <laughs> started before then, but— That's yeah. true. That is true. But yeah. Yeah. I remember feeling like you were pulling away, yeah. like, at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know— really? And I remember, like, even, like, Sarah was like, like, she's not here. Like, you were Mm -hmm. checked out, and we Mm -hmm. knew, like, you were a foot out the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just, like, you
1: know, I was going on year three, Mm -hmm.
2: and that's a
1: lot. Like, at the time, that was a lot. I was getting into my mid-20s, and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing with my life? Like, Mm -hmm. am I always going to live here? Like, now is the time to experience other things, and then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really—for a lot of people— shook everything up yeah. for me especially that sure. was like the oh now I'm like anxious all the time like something's gotta change yeah. and so it was a it was really
0: a very stressful time to be in events it was a mm-hmm. very stressful time
1: and you know it was stressful for me I can't even imagine what it was like for you yeah two. but
0: no but we're like we're making the rules and you're but you're enforcing them
1: mm-hmm. like, yeah but
0: you people know. don't know I'm enforcing rules
1: yeah. like if you say yeah. it with a smile and some blonde mm-hmm. hair like <laughs> For some reason people don't know yeah. like yeah. it was hard. It was hard, yeah. Um and it was hard on my heart, but it was like one of the hardest things I've mm-hmm. ever done, like deciding to
0: yeah. to leave. And then we had a, a conversation on your back porch. I was very sunburned. So I have time I think about so I think I've I had blisters <laughs> on my stomach from being burned at the beach. <laughs> I remember it's very distinctly.
1: We showed up as our best selves. We did. Yeah, we showed, showed up did. as our best <laughs>
0: selves. and we were I remember we were walking in the drawing corridor was like she's going to quit and I was like, "You think so?" She's I was like, like, "Yes." yes. You guys know me well. You can read me really well. Well, you didn't like quit right there, but you were like, this is my plan. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she's quitting. But you gave us a lot of time. They did. Yeah. You helped us hire the next group of people. It was
1: as much for like you guys as it was for me. like you all, I know I said this in like my Mm -hmm. goodbye speech, but like you all were my family. Like I don't, I'm I'm not from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a transplant, even mm-hmm. though it doesn't feel that way. And I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm actually from Virginia. Mm-hmm. But y'all met me at a very mm-hmm. weird time where my family was imploding. This is a perfect transition into the tragedy. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's true. where my family was imploding. Mm-hmm. And so you guys became mm-hmm. my rocks, my people. Mm-hmm. So it was very jarring to yeah. leave that. And I mm-hmm. loved what I did. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. felt like I was good at yeah. it.
2: But you were in love. But I was in love. Yes. And then my honey. Oh, yeah. I know, boys. That's where it all gets gets cloudy. And we went
1: out to the wild, wild west. Yeah, so you left us and went to Denver. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To my personal (laughs) wild, wild west. Yes.
0: Yeah, and then I think this is where we don't really know a lot of the story. Yeah, we don't know a lot. Well,
2: I mean, mean, we we know a little bit. (laughs) I
1: disappeared off the face of the earth for For like two years. Yeah.
2: Well— She we had the party and she said, You're not gonna lose me. I'm like a fungus. I'm gonna keep coming around. And I was like, Okay, okay. Which was accurate. It was <laughs> true. It was like so true. You and then can't she get rid of me. That's right. She went to Denver and mm-hmm. she because uh, I remember talking to somebody, like doing a reference for I, me too. Um,
0: job um, mm-hmm. that you had, the job
2: you had in Denver, which is like a personal assistant to like an executive, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I was Like, the
1: head executive assistant for— Executive uh, assistant, sorry. mm -hmm. But it felt like a personal assistant. It was everything. Because you Mm -hmm. made smoothies. I did. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. well. (laughs) Learned (laughs) that about myself. We are not a chef. Yeah. We are not. Um, Yeah. So I I feel like my life has been just a series of surprises and, like, blessings along the way that I don't know if I really deserve, but these doors have opened for me that Mm -hmm. I— Looking back, I'm like, that doesn't make sense why that opened, but it did, and I'm so grateful. Like, you guys are one of those. Mm -hmm. Working for the executive. Yeah, working for the executive was also one of those things that I feel like it made no sense why they hired me, but I was very grateful at the time that they did, so— he was a big real estate development mogul. Like, mm-hmm. I had to sign an NDA. Mm-hmm. There was a private jet that I had to help manage with personal pilots and five homes that I had to help manage. And there was caretakers for each home. And he was a very important man with a very big life. Mm-hmm. And he owned this business, this real estate development company, among a lot of other things. But um, that's the group that I was brought under. Mm-hmm. Um And I was like the number one of the number one, Mm -hmm. like executive assistant. A lot of people have to work their way up Mm -hmm. into that role. I was just placed into it. Yeah. Makes zero sense. Yeah. Looking back on it, I think he felt this little entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. in me, which was developed Mm -hmm. by you guys, Mm -hmm. actually. And Mm -hmm. I remember him saying in the interview, "Um, I think you're really smart, but I have a concern My concern is that you're going to outgrow this and want to start your own thing. Mm. And I said, no. Because I remember verbatim saying, I feel like there's something to me that could be entrepreneurial, but I see how hard Dana and Courtney Mm -hmm. work, and I don't ever want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, heck no. So at the time, call it denial. I said, Mm -hmm. no, you can trust me. Ha ha. Mm Ha 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 ha. Yeah, I entered back into corporate, and I think what attracted him to me was that entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. spirit. It's that creativity. Mm -hmm. I had a therapist put it this way. He saw a fun flower, Mm -hmm. and he loved it, Mm -hmm. but then he put it in a filing cabinet, Mm -hmm. and that's how I felt. Like, the best parts of me went to go die at that Mm -hmm. job, and that's not because he was not an incredible person. He's one of the most generous, incredible people I've ever met, He manages himself, his family, and his employees with so much love and care. But it's a big life. It's a big job. I don't envy his position Mm -hmm. at all. I can't imagine balancing that many things and (laughs) being held accountable to so many people. Right, Mm -hmm. That sounds crippling to me.
0: Hey, everyone. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. We are the owners of Hustle & Gather Consulting. We began our consulting business because our goal is to empower you with the knowledge and the enthusiasm to take those big steps in your business.
2: We're excited to offer VIP days that provide up to five hours of one-on-one time with our team to help you navigate challenges within your business. Whether that's overcoming an obstacle, hiring that perfect team, or taking steps to expand into new territories, we want to help you achieve those milestones.
0: Head on over to hustleandgather.com to see how we can help you.
2: So you want to open a venue and have no idea where to start? We've been there too. We are Courtney and Dana, owners of Hustle & Gather Consulting. Over the last 10 years, we have built, operated, and scaled its accessible event venue in the competitive triangle market. We want for you to learn from our mistakes and profit from our successes. Our venue marketing and direction consulting is for that person who thinks, just like we did one time, you know, opening a venue would be fun. And it is, but it can be scary and very confusing. Let us help you with those first crucial steps like market research, potential profitability, and design concepts, just to name a few. Head on over to hustlinggallery.com to see how we can help you. And
1: being the person who was in charge of helping him with that was crippling to me as well. And so I went through a period not shortly, like well, shortly after I moved there, where I became very, very depressed mm-hmm. and very, very anxious because I was on call 24-7. Mm-hmm. I was learning to live in a new part of the country, which I thought would be easy, but I'd only ever lived in the Southeast. So Mm -hmm. there's things like, I don't know, grits. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't get grits in Denver. Like, that's a comfort. That's a comfort (laughs) of Houston. You know, I'm assimilating to a totally different way of life, Mm -hmm. like different priorities, different people. It's a very transient city because Mm -hmm. it's super cool. A lot of young people come, and then they leave. Mm -hmm. So building community, even though my husband is from Colorado, it was— Hard with a life like that, mm-hmm. the one I was I was living. So, I remember um, you were lonely. I was lonely, mm-hmm. and I was isolated. Mm-hmm. I like taken myself. This is my fault, but I mm-hmm. didn't know what I didn't know. So that's mm-hmm. where I feel okay with it. Right, right? but it was my fault. I taken myself out of my community. Mm-hmm. And I stayed connected to you all throughout yeah. that time, but like we saw you multiple times. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, every now and again, like around holiday yeah. time, and we talked yeah. on the phone here and there. But it definitely was not the same. No, like the same and right
1: I now. wasn't the same. No,
0: I was. And dead I, don't, I don't think we've we like really knew the the depth of it either. Yeah. Like, when we talked when we talked on the phone a couple of times, like it just wasn't like it, the. Dep- I mean, you could tell there was that you were like saddish, but there wasn't like that yeah. like, darkness of depression.
1: I think I'm one of those people that. there's a smile that's always painted on my face. A lot of that's from my upbringing Mm -hmm. Um, because I had to. You know, we learn these things for survival and they serve a purpose, Mm -hmm. right? These qualities aren't created for no reason. We don't just decide that we want to be fake on the outside, right? right? (laughs) Right. It's very Southern of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt like a Southerner Mm -hmm. in Colorado, which I'd never felt like a Southerner
2: until I left the South. But yeah. Well, they say like Florida's the South, and I'm like Florida is like a northern state no. removed. Like you don't actually have like that southern like bless your heartness right. from Florida. Right. Like it's not till you get to like North Carolina, Virginia that you're like I think Georgia and Georgia. Georgia, I'm, like, I think that person's really dissing me. They're not yeah. really yeah. blessing my heart, you know. Yeah. But it's like that kind of fake everything's Absolutely. fine, even though it's crumbling inside. Kind yeah, of and yeah. that's what I was doing even yeah. with my mm-hmm. friends,
1: and I've learned a lot about that and being truly uh, authentically vulnerable and what that looks like. I thought because you could talk about emotions, it meant you were being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about them, if you're analytically being emotional, you're, there's no vulnerability in that, mm-hmm. which we can get to there later. But yeah, I was crumbling inside. And I remember my boss brought me on this once-in-a-lifetime trip to Todos Santos, Mexico. He mm-hmm. had an investment property at this boutique hotel, resort. It was all paid for, obviously. Mm-hmm. I flew there— on the private jet, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the most <clears throat> beautiful place I could have ever been, but I was so depressed it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. wasn't with the people who actually, like, I loved. Mm-hmm. And I got back from that trip, and I was like, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I want this to work, and as much as I pride myself on being able to grit it through, mm-hmm. something here isn't right. Mm-hmm. And I need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So... I grew a pair of kahunas, and I sat my boss down, and I said, I'm depressed, mm-hmm. and I still want to work for you. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm fine, right? I'm mm-hmm. fine, but I'm depressed, and I need you to know this. <laughs> I don't know what I thought would happen. I'm dying inside, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's keep going as we are. And um, this is like a moment that will forever change mm-hmm. the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. He said, No. No, Mm -hmm. like your mental health is more important than this job. And I'm paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. that's basically the gist. And he said, here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to have to worry about anything. I'm going to continue to pay for you. Mm. I'm going to continue to pay you your full salary, which was a lot, Mm -hmm. to get well. I'm going to pay for your doctors. Whoever you need to see, I'm going to make sure you see them. Mm. You take as long as you need. And if you want to come back, there's a place for you here. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to come back, That's okay, too. Who does that? Who Who does does that? that? Mm. The most generous, amazing man.
0: Yeah, who cares about his employees.
1: Who cares about his employees? Mm -hmm. And I went into the summer of 2021 Mm -hmm. just getting well. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it was the best summer ever, guys. (laughs) It was so cool. I spent a lot of time out at my husband's family cabin Mm -hmm. in Buena Vista, um, I had friends come see me like mm-hmm. the month of June and July. It was all mm-hmm. friends. Um, a lot of time out in the mountains, a lot of time at like Red mm-hmm. Rock, seeing concert and just like living life and learning how to like take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that opportunity is not normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I understood that at the time, but I think it made me realize just how important it is to, to do that.
0: Yeah. Like. So when did you, when did you say like, okay, like, I know I can't go back because it's obviously the part of the job was what was crushing you. Yeah. And then at the same time you made the decision not to go back to your job. And then you also said, we got to figure out how to get back. Mm -hmm. Right. Or was it around that same time?
1: No. Okay. No. So it was kind of yes-ish. No. (laughs) So I, when I initially started that, I thought I would go back Mm -hmm. for a few weeks. I thought I would Mm -hmm. because I was trained. You see something through, you Mm -hmm. give it your all. And I felt like because of my depression, I wasn't able to give it Mm -hmm. everything I had. And so I was curious, like, would I be able to perform? You know, a few weeks in, I realized, no, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going back. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not going to rush this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to say, hey, boss, (laughs) I'm not coming back. Mm -hmm. So when I realized that I wasn't going to go back, I told him that I could come back. Part time Mm -hmm. to help with the transition. Um, I told him I needed some more time, but thought that was Mm -hmm. my plan. And that's when I started on this. I knew I was being called into entrepreneurship. I didn't know Mm -hmm. what though. Mm -hmm. I just knew that there had been little like breadcrumbs along the way Mm -hmm. that had led to that. And Mm -hmm. to be given such a big blessing, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like deny what i felt i was being called into because i was scared of it and i was i was very Mm -hmm. scared of it i saw how hard you guys worked Mm -hmm. and how sacrificial you were Mm -hmm. and i admired it so Mm -hmm. much but i never thought that would be me and um so i thought i wanted to be a doula actually yeah i remember yeah and that's when i came back in Mm -hmm. the month of september 2021 Mm -hmm. And I helped some friends out mm-hmm. with their kiddos. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because you always loved kids.
1: I've always loved yes. kids. I love your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your kids are some of my favorite kids on mm-hmm. this earth. I just think they bring something out in mm-hmm. me that I love. Mm-hmm. Like I am my best self when I'm with kids. And mm-hmm. I'm my best self when I'm helping other people mm-hmm. and supporting them yeah. in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, right? Yeah. Because that's what I wound up mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. But I, I thought it was childcare of some yeah. sort. So that's when I came back to Raleigh because my people were here and Mm -hmm. I I felt like I couldn't find myself or figure out a way forward without being with the people who knew me best. Yeah, It's so funny how that is like what I thought though was going to be the outcome was so not the outcome. Yeah, What I realized that did is I got reconnected with Amanda Honeycutt Mm -hmm. and I helped her um, with Ella a few Mm -hmm. times when I was back in Raleigh. And when I left... Um, I remember I got engaged in October mm-hmm. of 2021. And the day after I flew out to Newport, Rhode Island to go sailboat shopping with my dad, he was mm-hmm. in the market for a sailboat. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking. He was, in the for a sailboat. He was okay. casual, right? Casual. It sounds very bougie and actually it was really bougie. And I had like this big rock on my finger now. Mm-hmm. It was like really cool. <laughs> But Mm -hmm. I'm walking around the Breakers, which is like Mm -hmm. this huge mansion. I think it's the Vanderbilt's. Mm -hmm. And my phone lights up. And this is another inflection Mm -hmm. moment for me. Um, It's Amanda Honeycutt, Mm -hmm. which her and I talked, you know, while Mm -hmm. I was in Colorado. So it wasn't super weird. And i just gotten engaged. So I thought maybe it had something to do with that. It did not. (laughs) She was like, so you guys know Amanda. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need help with my Mm -hmm. business you know, since becoming a mom, like I'm transitioning and I'm having a hard time, like figuring things out and I just need an extra set of hands. I know you are kind of in a weird time mm-hmm. in your life as well. Like, would you want to come work part-time for me as a
0: VA? Like, yeah. Like virtually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. From Colorado. And I was like, uh, is this even actually I pulled a classic Maggie mm-hmm. and I said, I have to think about yeah, it. Of course. <laughs> I knew immediately the answer was yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I said yes, and then I started working with her, and she's just a fabulous person. Mm-hmm. I just have so much respect for her mm-hmm. as a she human is. being, and yeah. she's someone who always leads with her heart, which I admire, and is truly vulnerable yeah. in the true definition mm-hmm. of right. vulnerability. And um, I thought, there's something to this. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at this. Yeah. This is the part of my job at the Bradford that I love. Mm-hmm. This is what attracted me to a like an EA position mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. similar in some ways. Right. This is it. And I know there's a gap in the industry right now. Yeah, it for was sure. 2021, 2022 yeah. when people were coming back after the pandemic. It and it was insane. Mm-hmm. And people didn't have enough people to help. And so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I started Ginkgo method. Yeah, which was not Ginkgo method at the time. But yeah. that's the start and I don't remember what this question was at all. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so then you so you, you, said you, I could do so you worked so you worked virtually for Amanda uh-huh. and then how long was that until you guys were just like gave up on Colorado and mm-hmm. said this just this isn't the right space for us like we need to get back.
1: Yeah, so there were some things that happened with mm-hmm. Hennessy's job that left an opportunity open for us to you know for him to find an, a new mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and We were trying to find him a new job in Colorado and we hit, I think it was month eight. Mm. Um, And I was like, I feel we're being called back to Mm -hmm. North Carolina Mm -hmm. because that's really when my business had started to take off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's something about North Carolina. There's something about it, not just for me, but for you. And Colorado was amazing. But I said, why do we love it? Mm -hmm. And he's listing things off. I said, those are all things that you do on vacation, honey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, the things that we need as a family to grow our family, to have, like,
2: security (laughs)
1: financially, we don't have those here. So what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that Colorado isn't special. That doesn't mean that we don't love Denver and the people there. Like, I met some of my best friends there. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Kylie. Shout out, Nicole. Um, But— It's not where we're supposed to build Mm -hmm. our Mm -hmm. life. Right. And so he came around pretty quickly. I had this conversation with him in June, and by early July, we were in a car going across the country, back cross country, 24 Mm -hmm. hour drive. Yeah. Back home. Yeah.
2: I'd say one thing about this whole story, just kind of, I know it's like, it's so Maggie. Yeah. The story. Because so like whenever you were like spiraling in Denver, like, oh, it's just Maggie being Maggie and yeah. whatnot. But and I mean that in the best sort of way because like as you're saying it and like you're we're hearing it like in a chronological sense, not yeah. just like snippets here and there, like as we're experiencing it, like you're very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that like, <clears throat> like sticks out to me is mm-hmm. your ability to like trust your gut and oh, to jump. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't have that, yeah. and I think that that's one of the best assets for mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. I think oh, it's just to be yeah. able to like, hey, like I have this feeling, I have this gut feeling, and like doubters be damned, I'm going to go for it. Whoa. And I feel like even your ability yeah. to express that to like Hennessy and mm-hmm. to like bring other people along with your gut, I think is really a mm-hmm. skill. Thank you. Yeah,
1: and I feel like it's something you're either born with or you're not. Mm-hmm. Like you two were definitely born with that, mm-hmm. and I. Like, I was definitely born with that, Mm -hmm. which it's funny that you bring that up because I've always said that is my greatest strength and Mm -hmm. I recognize Mm -hmm. that's not normal. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what my boss, my Denver boss Mm -hmm. recognized in me Mm -hmm. is, okay, this is someone who's intuitive, who trusts her gut. I Mm -hmm. think he saw that very early on because he had it himself. Like recognizes Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. That's why you recognize that Mm -hmm. in me and I recognize that in you. It's a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, tying this all into... This whole season, right? Tragedy. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that was taken from me mm-hmm. um, because of some health things that I mm-hmm. went through. And I had an identity crisis right. because here's this thing that I was born with. My dad has always said, Maggie, you have a false sense of confidence. And what he <laughs> meant was, <laughs> I don't need permission from anybody else. Mm-hmm. My gut is so strong. Mm-hmm. I don't need to check with anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I know intuitively. Heck yes, or heck no. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately, right. good feeling, bad feeling. And you become really attuned to it. Mm-hmm. And he calls it false confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you guys call it, yeah. but like, that's that's I, the thing that was taken. It's, yeah. it's very ironic.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like, like I can relate to that like fairly strongly. Like yeah. I remember Dana sitting across the table for me, even like recently and being like. This was like a couple months ago. It was like <laughs> beginning of this year. Like, why are you so confident? No, like, I said, why do you have such a strong wrong. sense of confidence? Like, what, 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 what was it? It's like, basically, like, I don't understand why you have such a strong why, no, sense No, so why confidence. are you so self-assured?
0: Hmm. And I was
2: like, I don't know. Like, I was You're literally born, like born this way. Yeah. Like, I can't explain mm. what, get, like, why it is or what it is. Or, but I was literally born this way. And, like, I can't shake it. And I've always admired that about
1: you. And I've actually had people comment to me about that in mm-hmm. you. And I was like, yeah, she's always been like that. Because
0: yeah. it comes across sometimes as intimidating to people. Like It too. does. Mm-hmm.
1: But the way I've heard it is I really admire mm-hmm. that. And I was like, same, (laughs) because I think you take it to a next level.
2: Like, I have it, but you're next level Mm -hmm. because you've been refining it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, like, getting to, like, the topic of our podcast here, like, tragedy, is that is one of the things, like, when I was deep in it, like, thinking around, like, 2017, 2018, because you were there, like, in some of my really dark times in my marriage, is I lost it. Yeah. And I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even recognize myself. And yeah. like, why am I so timid? Like, why yes. am I tiptoeing around Dana? Yes. Why am I tiptoeing around this person? That's not who I am. Yes. Like, literally, it was not who I was. And it was at that moment that I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Like I'm making changes. And we had like the year of Courtney. I'm yeah. sure you remember this year. Oh, as I was well. there for that. <laughs> the <laughs> year Courtney, I was right? there for all of it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Right>? I know, <laughs> But it was like for, when I was like in my deepest, darkest spot mentally is when I it was gone. And that's yeah. what triggered me. Mm. It wasn't necessary. It was, it took that lack of confidence and like my steps. Uh-huh. And I was so unassured and like, what is my next step? Like, why am I questioning everything that I realized? Oh, I've lost myself.
1: I'm curious mm. what helped you get that back? Um, because I feel like it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like, no, it didn't. You not were happen so overnight. in a black hole, well,
0: but it was a it was a roller coaster. Because it was a roller coaster. Because it was that, years. It was years. Well, yeah. but the, it was that happened. They got separated. You slow. You slowly started seeing this Courtney emerge mm. of who she really was, mm. and like you know the Courtney that not that like you ever like were someone I didn't recognize. Yeah. but, like more of like when I when I think back to my childhood and my sister, like. That who I always call an asshole, right? Like just like so like just This is what know. Dana
2: calls false competence is asshole. I'm sure by my the sister way. would call me an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because, <true. laughs> because it's
0: very, it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be in a relationship, like in a close relationship yes. with somebody like that because yeah. there is no question, mm-hmm. right? And so it feels sometimes like, well, there's no consideration for anybody else because mm-hmm. you're just doing whatever the fuck you want to do, you
2: know? Yeah. <laughs> And um, should probably have Taylor on this podcast. <laughs> no. we're like in this new relationship, and he's like, Why are you so confident? Yeah. <laughs> he should listen to this. No, I know.
0: So, <laughs> tell him everything he needs mm-hmm. to I know about you. So, you started seeing that, and then they got back together, yeah. And then you slowly started yeah. seeing that dim happen again, and mm. it was just back to how it was. You know, it was a good, it was a solid maybe six, it was maybe eight months, nine months of like yeah. where it was okay, but then like, yeah. every day you just saw it. in um, mm. just diminished back down to it. And I think it was that at that point when the final like straw, when you were like, when you guys actually separated for real, for real this last time, mm-hmm. like it was probably the, I think the dimmest you ever had been in your life.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. the
0: most fragile, like, I don't know, scared, fragile. All
2: well, that I remember stuff. like thinking like, like for a while, like during that period, like there's a lot of mental things that go on, which mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like actual skill am I bringing to the table? Like, what am I just besides Courtney? And that's not a skill I can put on a resume. Like, what's your skill, Courtney, being Courtney? (laughs) I'm good at that, you know? Like, but that's what it felt like. Mm. Like, what am I actually good at? Because your mind is so spacey and like, you can't like really super focus on anything because you've like lost yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, and I remember feeling like I was telling somebody, and I'm sure that you felt this way, mm -hmm. is like, like, I just feel unmoored. Like, literally, I feel like I am a buoy, and I am just, like, subject to whatever wave comes my way, Mm -hmm. and, like, I'm tied to nothing, Mm -hmm. like, literally nothing. So, like, whatever just happens to happen is what I'm going to be subject to and how I'm going to react. But I felt unmoored. It's like, how did I get this fragile?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which sends you even further into a spiral. Mm -hmm. When you were someone who was born with this false sense of
2: confidence. (laughs) Your (laughs) assholeness.
1: Your assholeness, your intuition, tomato, tomato, whatever you want to call it, right? When you are looking yourself in the mirror and you're timid and you're afraid, it is an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when did I get so fragile and will I ever Mm -hmm. be strong again? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you felt the same Mm -hmm. way, but that's how I felt. Like, I am so in this black hole. What do I even bring to the table? Mm-hmm. And what do I do with this? Do I give up on everything that I've been working for?
2: Well, I think that I had to, and I want to get to, like, what are some of the things that you went through? I yeah. think for me, I had to get to the point where I was like, fuck it. Like, these fears aren't going to control me. Like, I'm yeah. going to face them. The worst thing's going to happen, and it's still going to be better off because I'm going to be me at the end. Like, yeah. what's the worst thing? And I did. Like, for me, like, I sat there with Mikhail and I was like, I don't want to be married to you, mm-hmm. but I don't want to lose my fucking business. You did nothing to deserve it, and I don't want to give you any piece of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I am terrified about. Mm-hmm. It's like, because I know I'm going to be a fine mom to my kids. Yeah. I know that I'm going to be making on my—I've made it on my own all these years, yeah. right? And I'm mm-hmm. not saying it didn't contribute on some level, like being with the kids or like being a warm body when I needed a warm body, but as it pertained to like all the decisions and the direction that our family went, it was, it was, was me. Mm-hmm. It was always me. Yeah. And I literally said it out loud. I was like, but you know what? If that's the worst thing that happens and I retain Courtney at the end, I'm still going to be better off. Mm. And I like, had to face it. Like, I literally had to face it. Yeah. And it was like, those were like the first steps that I was like, okay, yeah, you've got this, Courtney. You've got it. It's getting that fight back
1: mm-hmm. in yeah. whatever way that you can. Yeah. yeah. Like what you just said, that's your fight coming back. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is synonymous with that false confidence. Mm-hmm. It's your yeah. fight. It's your confidence. Mm-hmm. It's your it's everything. Mm-hmm. Dana, have you ever gone through— Something like that? You know?
0: No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't have.
2: That was a profound. So profound. But I view
0: you as a very confident person. Uh, but I'm actually not. That's really? that as what's shocking about it is I am very like self-deprecating. Um, I I put my weight in a lot of um, other people's opinions about mm-hmm. me. Um I am I, I have a I hold back a lot of my life because I'm terrified. I don't know if I can handle the criticism. Yeah. And it's like there are certain things that like where I feel confident in. Like there's like you know even like our conversation yesterday. Like I feel confident mm-hmm. in the job that I'm doing. So like I can take yeah. criticism from my employees because it's not going to affect me like mm-hmm. in any like personal way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other things like that I have a really hard time. Like you know, I, so I don't I don't I don't want to know what you think. Like <laughs> I just don't.
1: <laughs> Please don't. Tell you know. Me. But
0: that's not. But there's. I mean, working through that obviously. But <laughs> you know. Um, but you got no. that fight though Yeah No I think yeah. I My biggest issue Like for me When I've ever gone through Like really hard times Is not being accepted mm-hmm. And there has been Very Very Intense moments Of my life When I have had to When someone Has basically said I don't like who you are mm-hmm. But I can't separate I, they're, they're like Either part of my family Or whatever the case may be Like mm-hmm. I have to just they're They're still there Like I can't just be like Okay peace out You know <laughs> Yeah. And I have a hard time dealing with that mm. because my, so that my reaction and my instinct is to change who I am completely around them mm. to be more palatable. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's absolutely exhausting and it's soul crushing yeah. because you are basically lying to yourself mm. the entire time you're there. And, you know, and so it's, it's taken a long time for me to like recognize, like, yeah. it doesn't like, that's not, that's not my job to make someone else feel comfortable. Like, mm. sure it's just not just for being myself, you know, yeah. obviously you're not going to, you know, be a jerk to be a jerk, but
2: like, yeah, <laughs> obviously I'm, I'm, I'm more along the lines of like, oh, you don't like who I am. I don't like who you are. So what's the matter what your opinion <laughs> is of me? You know, Like,
0: but when it's all wrapped up into other things, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, my husband's happiness, my kid's happiness, like, yeah. you know, those relationships. So there's, there's a line you have to, sure. you have to balance. And it's, I'm not saying that like, I don't adjust things, but I just, I adjust my time. I adjust mm-hmm. my expectations. I adjust my boundaries and all that stuff. But yeah, no, I mean, I think for me, the hardest, the hardest thing I've ever gone through. And this was a lot of like, cause when Courtney got back with Mikhail, I mm-hmm. basically like said, I'm done. Like I yeah. can't be your sister right now. Cause yeah. I thought it was like the worst thing she'd ever w- did. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was, and it was sad. I had a hard time with it. And so our relationship suffered. Yeah, I would, like, my parents like were going off the deep end. Like, Mm -hmm. my in-laws didn't like me and were being total whatever. And I I felt the exact same way. I felt like I'm literally an orphan. Mm -hmm. I'm just an orphan. Mm -hmm. I'm just here by myself. I have no one else. There's nobody else in this world except for Sam, who did a great job getting me through that time for sure. You can go back on Facebook and read all about it, but like... (laughs) It's like the sappiest post I've ever written in my life. Was that year?
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I'm Gag me, which is like
0: totally not what I do. We now. love love. Yeah, we know. love, love.
1: <laughs> Sam. Loves Dana. Dana uh, loves that's true. Dana. Oh no, Sam
2: it's, does love Dana. Still the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: If anyone is listening and yeah. you want subpar Wi-Fi, yeah. here it is. Sam loves Dana.
0: <laughs> that's the password. Um, but yeah, so definitely. Mm. But yeah, so I think I think it's definitely one of those things where. I haven't had like super, super, super tragedy. I've had hard like phases, moments. You know, yeah,
2: for sure. So we knew this was going to go long. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely making this a two-parter. So we're going to finish up our conversation with Maggie and Combo Sisters in our next episode. <music> to learn more about our hustles, visit us on the gram at CND Events at the Bradford and C at anthem.house and at Hustle & Gather. And if you're interested in learning more about our speaking, training, or venue consulting, head to our website at hustleandgather.com.
0: And if you love us and you love this show, we'd be more than honored if you left a rating and
2: a review. This podcast is a production of Your Fluence. I'm Courtney. And I'm Dana. And we'll talk to you next time on Hustle & Gather.